Hey, I'm Dr. Drew, and you're listening to Drilled with Dr. Brady Podcast. girls once again appreciate you joining us for the drill with dr brady podcast i'm dr brady we're back with lol muy caliente we uh we spent a few weeks without you yeah i was uh i was on timeout, and people start to uh wonder if you're okay <laughs> i'm just kidding no one wonders that never get, never been asked that even once sorry to <laughs> um all right so big news of the week is that i was supposed to get a tattoo and it didn't happen. Yeah, he called me very, very, uh, gosh, you were kind of panicky a little Although bit. I, I yeah, was a little, a little panicky worried. and worried. Because um, I just got, uh, if you've seen pictures of me or Brady, you know that I'm, I got tons of tattoos. I want to so. be like Lowell, basically. He, uh, he wants to be uh, I can't grow approachable. I can't grow hair like Lowell has both on my face or my head. Yeah, but you can afford to buy hair. So, so I can <laughs> I can buy hair now. Yeah, I can just buy a I should bring you with me next time. Be like, just give me, give me what this guy's got. Oh, you, they, I guess you can go to India now, and there's like some kind of weird hair plant transplant surgery. Oh, really? It says you that you're no risk for COVID either. I saw it. Oh, for, I'm in. There's something that happens when I'm on my, my Facebook flights. page, and your because we have all of our Halo and drilled stuff is all sort of linked together. Yeah. So I think that the algorithm starts adding and subtracting things that you say or i say or things that we search because uh, i'm starting to see ads and there's not stuff for hair stuff at. yeah um i'm starting to see ads for hair stuff i'm starting to see like workout ads i'm starting to see uh um dental stuff of course mm, that could be just me because i'm that's, always looking that's at just you because yeah. probably probably maybe maybe you're slowly becoming me what <laughs> what <laughs> i could use a pay bump bro yeah um, okay. So, well, let's start, let's start at the start. I decide, I mean, for years I've wanted a tattoo. Yeah. We've talked, uh, we've talked about it a few times and, uh, I felt that our last con, not our last conversation, but the one before that, where you were kind of bouncing ideas off me, we kind of, I was throwing some ideas Brady's way and. Yeah. But I didn't want just like a little tattoo. No, he was going for a sleeve. I want a full, full arm sleeve, my right arm. I want my right arm sleeved up. I think it's a cool aesthetic. I mean, there's that. And then the idea is like, well, I'm almost 40. So this is like, you know, everyone's always like, is this a midlife crisis? Yeah, probably. Pro probably is. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, yeah. But like, yeah, it's a cri I'm having a crisis. Can you please empathize with me a little bit and let me just get a tattoo of my whole arm? So um, my wife has always been kind of like wishy-washy about it, but secretly like she's way into it. Like her favorite like man crushes or like David Beckham, uh, JJ Redick. That makes uh, a lot of sense. Yeah, like like the clean cut looking dudes with a sleeve, like a clean cut dude with an arm sleeve. That's like her jam. My uh, wife's aesthetics towards men are, um, 
like unattainable for me. <laughs> She's into like The Rock and like Vin Diesel and stuff. So oh, like <laughs> she, she likes some. Thick, she likes the thick boys. Yeah, the thick like multi ethnic Polynesian dude or like some big super buff guy. You know, um, yeah. you could be that. I, I've been buff before. She she dug it, but it's a misery. Abs are misery, bro. Listen, everything's hard. Right. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's miserable sometimes to, uh, you know, not be fit. So, uh, anyways, so back to the tattoo, I decided on a Spider-Man themed tattoo. So I've been a comic book collector since I was a little kid and me too, me too, actually. Yep. And what I really liked, so I, I've collected for about three or four years, I had like an eBay store where I really bought and sold. I mean, it was definitely over six figures a year of uh, vintage comic books. Like I would, I mean, the buys and sells coming through eBay and I would buy on like these online auctions. I'd buy tons of comic books, keep some, sell some. And I made pretty decent money, a little side hustle going for a while. So, and I, I and did I, it just not to your level, not, not, yeah, not, not quite that level, but I have, Done some commerce with, uh, you know. Um, you have a giant size X Men number, number one. I do. My wife got it for me for my birthday. That's one a beautiful. Year. That's a beautiful book. It is a beautiful book. It is yeah. a beautiful book. Yeah. And it's hard to keep that book in good condition because it's got like a, a thicker spine. Yeah, and you don't. Well, you know, I'm pretty. I still have a comic book collection. Yeah. A pretty awesome one. Um, just the stuff that I really dug and kept around, or stuff that I was. Yeah. And I always kept it in good condition, and I change my bags out and boards every year. You know, I keep them. Keep You're a good man. Yeah, keep You're a good legit. man. Keep them out of the sun. You know, it's good. So uh, I still collect. Uh, I got rid of my comic book collection maybe three years ago. The majority of it, the majority, anything worth a lot of money, I I I dumped and uh, bought a bunch of Bitcoin. And uh, which is a wise move. You well, know how much Bitcoin's it's worth? Been okay. It's been okay. Well, I mean, listen, Bitcoin's super volatile. So for those who want, do not come talk to me if you're wondering, like, hey, tell me about Bitcoin. Just go read some books and go online, figure it out. Get your own damn. Research. I don't want to be responsible <laughs> for anyone who who uh, uh, gets on board the ship of cryptocurrency. It's a wild ride, but it is uh, it is quite interesting. I'm a believer in Bitcoin as far as like a store of wealth. And a way to escape the government uh, and capitalistic reaches of the banks on your money. So Bitcoin allows people. Anyway, another another, another podcast. You've uh, done that podcast, I think. Right? Have we done that? It's been a while, probably. I was hoping. I don't think I've gone deep on crypto. We did. Uh, yeah, we did uh, right before we did um, uh, the McAfee. John McAfee. Oh, interview. we probably did some McAfee yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I was hoping he would give me some dark secrets, and he just kind of you know broised over it so yeah okay Lost opportunities okay so i collect i put all my money in big I, I kept a few things in my collection what i kept was a uh, comic book art so i have a couple like a really cool original pieces of comic book art that i framed and i put up in my house and i love them and it's the art that i really like right so what i want to do is immortalize a few of my favorite artists who have you know penned and inked for spider-man which would be like Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, Todd McFarlane, a few of my favorites, and put like a, you know, a montage of, you know, Spider-Man through the ages with different artists being tributed, um, being paid tribute to on my arm. And that's something that I feel like I would love it forever. Um, 
So I found this guy on Instagram. So I, what I started doing is I started like following a ton of Instagrams, uh, tattoo Instagrams, and then more tattoo Instagrams like come into your feed. It's like all of a sudden like I'm following like a hundred tattoo artists. But I wanted to like, you know, I follow like hashtags like PDX tattoo, try to find someone in Portland. I found this really cool dude and I won't mention his name because it's, it doesn't end well in my opinion. We're cool like that. For him. But uh, I, I do think he, he's an amazing artist. Uh, had And I wanted a color tattoo and I went and did a consult with him. Loved his style, loved his vibe. And I ended up paying 180 bucks for a deposit which he told me was required if he wanted to schedule, if I wanted to schedule a date. That's not unusual. Yeah. And I was like, well, I mean, and then he said five days before the date, I will give you a rough draft. He took pictures of my arm and then he like, uh, told me that he would like digitally put the images on my arm and then show me what they look like and then be able to render. You didn't tell copy. me that part. The five day thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, that's part of why I was freaking out that's because legit too. He, he missed his, he missed that window. So what happens is like three days before the day, which was like supposed to be like November 23rd. So like three days before November 23rd, that was my day. And I'm like freaking out because I'm like, this is a big deal for me. Like I'm going to mark up my body forever. And I'd like, I wanted to sit down with the guy and I was certain there's no way he's going to send me something. I'm going to be like, yeah, it looks cool. Be like, nope, I want this there. I want to move this. I don't like that right there. I want to put this here. Like, I'm going to be very picky and very, I want to be very involved in the planning and design and the architecture of like where everything goes. And I, mean, I guess maybe I just didn't convey that properly because, man, I heard nothing from that guy. Uh, and then, you know, like two days, three days before, I was like, hey, so how are we doing on that uh, rough draft? And he's like, oh, I just started it tonight. I should have it to you tomorrow. And he didn't. Um, he didn't get me the rough draft until the night before. Like like not even 24 hours before the appointment, he gives me the rough draft. And it was terrible. It did, I, did I show you? No, you oh, didn't show let's, me. Let's you didn't give, show me any of this. Okay, let's get, let's, get Lowell's, here. let's get Lowell's. Like I know you can't see this out in podcast land, but I'm going to pull this up on my phone. And let's get Lowell's legitimate reaction to what I got. The night before. For those of you who don't know me, Lowell is a very, I'm going to speak in the third person, uh, pretty good artist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And why do I rely on Lowell? Because Lowell has tattoos. And I'm thinking, am I a diva? Like, am I like, because I have a tendency to be like unreasonable. And I sometimes I don't know I'm being unreasonable, but I'm, I have enough self-awareness that I know I might be being unreasonable right now. And so I like to check that. So Lowell's my bring me back to earth kind of guy. And he'll, and I, so I was like, listen, this guy's telling me to come in. And so I would re give messages like before I got this rough draft art, he told me what uh, I, I, he told me, uh, you know, we, it's going to look awesome. I'm going to put a lot of effort in this. Thank you so much for your trust. I'm like, great. If we don't like the rough draft, is it possible to change the date of the appointment? And he said to me, Oh, there shouldn't be any need to change the appointment. There shouldn't be any need to, to, to even amend the rough draft. He's like, this is, uh, you know, we got this. And I was like, but I don't know that. I think I felt he was railroading you. Yeah. Okay. So here's, so, so then I'm like, okay, man, I trust you. Sounds good. Let's see what, you, and I'm just like, just give me like the drawing. Cause maybe he gives me the drawing, the, 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 the mock-up and I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Okay. And I wanted to get covers of the amazing, um, 
Amazing Spider-Man number 300, which was a McFarlane piece. Amazing Spider-Man, or Amazing Fantasy 15. There's a Ditko piece, which is Amazing Spider-Man 50. And if you don't know comic books, this is going to make any sense to you. I was just hoping you'd just get a strictly Uncle Ben sleeve. <laughs> just Uncle Ben. <laughs> just a bunch of Uncle Ben. I mean, maybe he started Aunt the whole, he started maybe the whole Aunt thing. Maybe May kind of hanging out, maybe like hanging off him or something, pin-up girl style. That's what I would have went with. <laughs> yeah, that would have been crazy. Uh, okay, so this is Lowell's reaction. Take my phone. He's taking my phone. Look at the pictures. <laughs> he just copy pasted photos over your arm, bro. Right. <laughs> oh my! This is bad. This is really, really bad. But I've showed you his Instagram, right? Yeah. And this, he's a, he's an amazing artist. It doesn't matter, man. I think right. One of the things that you miss that you haven't just because you haven't been in it um, yet. Um, is that most of the time you just find a, a, a tattoo artist whose art is good that you like, you like their art. Yeah. But a lot of it's about the relationship between you and them. And like you, cause you do have to trust them to some degree. Um, I think I told you this when we were having that conversation that their, um, profession has parallels in yours. There's, the tattoo artist. Yeah. Sure. There's parallels in there, you know, uh, and you just gotta, I mean like customer service type of like how you build your practice and how you build your clientele and, and the air of permanence of the things that you do to people. Sure. You know, um, and the fear that comes along with those kind of, uh, right. Experiences. Uh, I just, man, that's not great, dude. That's like really I mean, phoned in. Yeah. And like giving artistic license with your body. Yeah. Like definitely that's something I can relate to. Like people yeah. come in, like want to say, Hey, can I see your befores and afters? And if I say no, I'm not going to show you my befores and afters. And it's like, oh, I'm not getting that business. Like, I, there's certain things I have to do. So, the yeah, the images were, like, blown up. And I said one thing I wanted was the Comics Code Authority stamp, which I said just a little small little detail somewhere in there. Like, and I specifically said to him before, like, but to size, like the actual size that it would be, which if you know what it is on a comic book, which I showed him what it was on the, via text, it's a very small, and he blew it up huge. Like, it was half my arm was this Comic Code Authority stamp. And I was like, I don't want that big dude so what happened was when i saw it i was like Ugh. i made him a list of like seven or eight things that i wanted to change and there was like a couple of those things were like he didn't even put some of the covers that i wanted on there there was some text which was with great power comes great responsibility i wanted that in there of course and um and uh you know it wasn't it wasn't there so it was just like it was a lot of what i'm hearing what I'm interpreting is I'm going to wing this thing. Hmm. And I'm just like, dude, I can't, I can't do that, man. I'm working on a tattoo right now with a friend of mine for my uh, left arm. I'm getting a whole other sleeve done. Yeah. And um, we've been working actually weirdly enough. Cause like your process seemed unusually fast to me because me and him have been planning this sleeve for a couple months now where we're piecing it together. Are piece you personal piece. friends? Yeah, we okay. were, yeah we met uh, through my work and we just kind of started hanging out. You know, we yeah just cool dudes and we were we liked each other and we st uh, you know I've been uh, definitely since I moved here when you moved to a completely different place away from everyone you ever known. You if you want to make friends, you have to go out and get them. Pretty yeah. much, you know, like engage people, invite them to come do stuff. You mm -hmm. know, if there's ever an opportunity where someone is like, come hang out with us, do it. Don't be like, well, I'm busy or anything. Just go do it because you make friends that way. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you've done this. You've transplanted a couple times, right? Yeah. Yeah, same thing. So 
I just and he ended up being he was a tattoo artist. He's covering tattoos, head tattoos, face tattoos, the whole thing. Cool. Yeah. See, I need to sit down with someone who will take the time because they like care about my business and they care about making a good, you know, creating a good product. And I just didn't get that from this guy. So here's my here's what happened. The way this ended and the way it's where we're at now is the night before, I gave him this list of like eight things that need to be amended. And I was like, what do you think about that? And he's like, yeah, no problem. We can definitely do that. He's like, then he says, like, it turns out I'm a little under the weather. And so I'm going to have to cancel our, our, our appointment for tomorrow anyways. And I was just like, oh, thank heavens. Maybe he's, maybe he sees me as being like too much of a diva. Cause it was right after I gave him like these like seven or eight things I wanted different after these pictures, these trash pictures so these pictures let me just describe these pictures for the listeners and say we're talking about things they can't see it is literally a photo that looks like it was ripped from the internet from like google images put into photoshop and it was just the they you, there's a, a feature where you can skew the edges and like change mm -hmm. it the proportions a little bit and it looks like something that i could have come up with it within like two minutes in photoshop that was my next question was how long do you think it took him to create i could do that, that in two minutes right and, and I didn't get that until the night before our tattoo appointment. He said five, he, he, original conversation was five days. Now, granted, he also has $180 of mine, which is like, I'm willing to lose that as far as like, um, uh, I mean, I might ask for it back. I'm, I kind of feel bad about that because it's like. Don't, don't, he did not fulfill his end of the bargain. Do not feel bad about Sorry if I'm like, yeah. Sorry, tattoo guy, but like, uh, he didn't. He was railroading you. I I felt bad when you told me all this stuff, and you didn't give me all that information. You, even just the little window of information I had for that. Yeah, like this is just like to put this in perspective. Like uh, the guy that I work with, um, who's awesome, works at Electric Boogaloo. His name's Jesse. He's a great dude. He does great work. I talked to him about your tattoo. Yeah, and he's thought it was a great idea. Uh, you know, I, I yeah, still, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun but idea. he just said it, that's not really what I do. You know, yeah. I, I could do it, but I don't think I could do it the justice that it deserves, which is exactly the kind of tattoo artist you want. So it's right. like it's in their wheelhouse. They're interested in it. They're engaged in it. And he just kind of more does more old school kind of fantasy stuff and like some nature kind of realism, very dark. Yeah. You know, but it's just like. We got just got to find someone that's super interested in the project. You know? Well, the way I the way I ended it, I want to share how I ended it with him. I basically went through that whole thing. I said, "Hey, great start, um, you know, but and I hope you feel better. Let me know about the above concerns I have to help me see the picture before we move before we move forward. Then we can schedule a date, maybe when you're feeling better." And he said, "Sounds good. I'll make the changes and such. But let's look at some new days now, though." to make sure we have a day for you that works well. So he, he wants me to schedule. And then I said, okay, well, most Mondays and Wednesdays I have off. And he didn't respond to me. So he's, I think he, he was trying to like get me to schedule another day. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not scheduling. An, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing this again. Like make the changes and come a courting, man. Like come, 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 come and get me, dude. Come in. <laughs> yeah. You gotta... I need to be chased a little bit, dude. Like come and tell me that you're interested in this. So, and he's done, he, he does a lot. He's done some Marvel work before, anyways. Anyway, so I went to my staff because my staff was super excited. Maybe he's a DC guy. <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, but anyways, he's. Um, I went to my staff, and like my staff has tons of tattoos, and they're like now they're giving me all kinds of other recommendations. I've got some other good people. I'm gonna do some more consults, and eventually I think it'll happen. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna. You know, it's just got. I gotta see. But I have. I gotta see what I'm. 
look, I got to see what I'm committing to. And I do agree with you. There's, there's some major dental correlations here and it does make me appreciate my patients more. Like when a patient comes in and I'm like, Hey, I've done 50,000 crowns in my life. This is going to be fine. Can you just shut up and let me go do my job? Like, am I, I'm going to remember this experience now as like, humbling like uh, how can i help yeah let me what, what can i do to help you see what you want to see before you say yes to something there's like uh you're gonna have to keep this in mind too. keep this, this in mind it. when you're getting the tattoo don't armchair captain the experience you know what i mean like you don't want to like when you're in someone's mouth the last thing you want them is telling you how to do your job oh that would yeah that aggravates me yeah like, not, what are you doing now what, what's happening now? What's that feeling? What's that bump? What's that, uh, what's that vibration I feel? What's that, what's going on there? Yeah, that's super aggravating. So, uh, I'm learning, man. I think this is a good experience, uh, to go through. I'm literally doing what we talked about right now. I'm creating a tattoo. Are yeah, you? Yeah. Uh, um, is it sexy? It is. It's the coming of Galactus. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Are you doing the coming of Galactus? Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be sweet. Does that have meaning to you, or just like it's just some epic, it. just some epic stuff? It's uh, it. I okay, God, this is gonna. No one's gonna care about this unless they love comic books. Epic story arcs. There's a few that I just absolutely love. Sure, the whole coming of Galactus, I love. Um, it's gonna be fan, so Fantastic Four, forty-eight, forty-nine, and fifty. Yep, those are the those are the books for those who are wondering for the uninitiated. And they are they are epic, epic covers. Epic covers. Oh, absolutely! Just man, they're linchpin. You know, and Galactus is a is a super important character in the Marvel universe that has not been really portrayed in any Marvel movies except for the crappy Fantastic Fours, where he was like a cloud. I think. He well, was. he was he was he had enslaved the Silver Surfer. Yeah, but he would like they showed him at the end, and he was like a cloud. Yeah, and he had like tentacles. It but was he, very Lovecraftian kind yep, of thing. Yep, but he was devourer. The, he's the devourer of worlds. Yeah, he's he, awesome. Yeah, you know he has a silver serval. His herald who goes to these worlds before he precedes him. Yeah, it's he gets a, the banquet set up. Yeah, so that he can come and munching. Yeah, he gets a lot of the whole. One of my drill. favorite T-shirts I ever saw was a picture of Galactus and just goes nom 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a bunch of worlds and stuff. And he's the just infinity eating, he's just gauntlet and war. Yeah, so the secret war stuff. Love that. Um, yeah, which is way different than the Infinity War. That Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe did uh, the, the actual storyline of the Infinity War way different. In the in the the nineties, there was that uh, the, the, when they revamped the X Men and they started coming out with the new issues. One through twenty five is absolutely stunningly good. Yeah, um, it's a Wolverine gets his Wolverine seventy five when he gets his the adamantium ripped off him by Magneto. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite comics ever. Yeah. Had to, I even got all. I got the holographic cover thing. Man, I just love that stuff. So that crap was so hot back then. Oh gosh, the they did that through all the Spider-Man titles too. It was awesome. So Lowell's gonna get his Galactus tattoo. I'm gonna get my Spider-Man tattoo. I'm getting Falcor too. It's gonna be great. Uh, from the Neverending Story. Yeah, Falcor, the big white dragon, the luck dragon. Yeah, Falcor's amazing, dude. I've been titling uh for Halo. I have this signature thing that I do on all my letters where I say onward and upward. Okay. For everything else, it's for the love of Falcor. Okay. <laughs> I just don't think it's very professional to do it for the love of Falcor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, if there's a band that can name themselves a Treyu, then uh, you can get a Falcor tattoo and have that sign off be in your email signature. 
we had, no uh, I told my wife, uh, one of the things we were looking at, we're looking at buying a property. And one of the things we're going to do is buy a property. And I'm going to, you know, maybe with a little house on or something, but I really want a warehouse on it because I want to be able to do, have this big sprawling art space that I yeah. can just work in and live in or whatever. We'll have the cabin or whatever off, off of it with the bathroom and the bedroom. I just want a workspace. And I told her one of the things I legitimately want to do is from the ceiling, I want to build and hang a life-size Falcor. I'm not even kidding. Like, it's not a joke. Like, I can do it. I have the skills. No, I'm glad it's not a joke because I yeah. think it's amazing. I wanna, and I fully support you in this. <laughs> I want to walk in and see a full-on Falcor. But made of what? Oh. What would it be made of? I'd frame it with like like uh like, like uh aluminum. like a like a Macy's Day parade type of float like a balloon. No, I'm thinking like like actual like Jim Henson style. Build it, build oh, it out God. of aluminum frame, chicken wire, plaster. It works. That's that's a that's a project. That's a project right there. I, I like talk. It. That'd be better. <laughs> so, anyways, if anyone's listening, have has some good uh good tattooing uh recommendations. That'd be great because I think even if this guy comes a crawling back. I think I'm just going to be like, dude, your artwork is A plus. Your communication is F. <laughs> F. F plus. <laughs> and I can't, I can't do it, man. Like, I don't care. And I, that's another thing that puts me in the, the shoes of a patient. Like, you might have, like, the most beautiful work, like, online. But if I can't, like, feel that from you, like, when I visit you, I won't, you know. Oh, I'm, I'm making this guy look really bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost done. <laughs> I'll show you. Come look. I'm going to turn. I'm just going to turn it to you. Yeah. Let me let me just boom. I spent three minutes on that. <laughs> oh, Lowell just did the exact same thing on his own arm. While talking to you about Falcon. During this podcast, he just produced the exact same thing. Yeah. it's uh, uh, It was just terrible presentation. And then there was no ownership to that. There was just like a, it was just like, dude, I got this. I'm not going to let you down. That's what he told me. You don't like, know him. There's no trust there to bank that on. You know yeah. I mean? I was like, like, and I was like, you don't, yeah. Like we're not friends. Like you clearly just want my money. This is a business transaction for you as well. It should be. But like, I, I can't trust you like a friend would trust a friend. We don't know each other. Right. So what I trust is that my money gets me a little bit of attention. Right. As a customer, you know, I'm a paying customer. Anyways, I think I'm going to ask him for my 180 bucks back. My deposit. I think you should find someone that's uh, a little bit more well suited. You know, you should like talk to them. There should be like a little bit because you're going to design it with them. It's not going to be this turnkey thing where it's like that. Also made me sketchy the fact that he's like, "Oh, this will just take me a few days." Blah blah blah. No, it's this the signing a sleep. I've designed sleeves for guys. Like I have literally designed, drawn it out for them to where the tattoo artist could take the trace paper, trace it out, transfer it to the arm, and go. And it took me like weeks. Yeah. You know, because you got to do it's it's three D art. It's art in three dimensions. It's mm -hmm. not like just a flat picture. It is literally spanning an arm, and it has to like cohesively blend into itself. And everybody's arm is different. It's a process, and it should be treated as such. You know, right? Yeah. So that was disappointing because I was hoping I I would have started my sleeve, but I haven't. Now I'm starting all the way over because this took like it was like two months from the consult to this November 23rd date. So I was like looking up, looking forward to it, like for a long time. And I wasn't getting other consults done because I was like, no, I like this guy. I'm, this guy's solid. I'm going to go with him for sure. And I was like, totally disappointed because it's like, now it's like, I got to start over getting more consults. Now I'm going to get, no matter what, I'm going to get like three or four consults. 
like talk like three or four different. Well, this artists. is something that we should do too. I can help you with this as well. I can help you with a rough draft of it. So at least you can bring something to them and be like, I'm thinking this. Yeah. I like that. Cause I can draw these covers. I've been drawing these covers most of my life, you know, like, yeah. um, especially I've actually just recently, just a little Todd McFarlane side note. I watched the HBO series, uh, spawn. Oh, I never seen the it. one that's like, the art's all directed by him, and it's oh. super awesome. And he narr he does these creepy Rod Serling narrations at the beginning of it. It's like oh. Al Simmons and Walk McFarland's doing it. Yeah, he's oh, like, it's he's cool. like in a basement with skulls and stuff, and he's like, he's like Al Simmons didn't know what was going to happen to him that day. It's, mm. it's totally crazy, but yeah. Well, that's the saga of my tattoo, guys. We need to uh, kind of do a secret word for the ladies and gentlemen. Out there. Yeah, let's do a secret word. Um. I got it. I got it. What is it? Galactus. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Double points for uh, double points for devourer of worlds. <laughs> you said it. Double points is just a gold star, guys. It doesn't mean I'm doubling my offer. It's still five hundred bucks. But the secret <laughs> word of the day is gonna be Galactus colon devourer of worlds. But uh, if you put Galactus, that's fine too. Or parentheses devourer of worlds. I like. That I think too. a colon should be it would be yeah. more appropriate. Uh, so, uh, email Galactus to the, uh, to, uh, uh, drilledpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on the fifth person, the fifth person who emails that in. That's been working really nice, actually. That's been allowing me to spread it out, spread it to more people. Galactus, just one little point, has to have an explanation, explanation point at the end. Okay. It has to. If, in the first time it's written on a cover. Like Panic at Panic at the Disco. It it has it on the first cover. <laughs> Gotta have an exclamation. Panic. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I did just go. Uh yeah. Okay. So then uh and then remember obviously if you can't use the five hundred bucks yourself, we allow you to gift that to somebody else. That's awesome. Uh let's do a quick Halo update because I think there's some really cool things going on. Right? Yeah, there's a laundry list of awesome things happening. So we started a ten doctor. Ten doctor giveaway where each one so now we got nine other doctors besides myself that have all showed up to volunteer for halo for those who don't know halo is the name of our nonprofit. lowell is the executive director and my title is now galactus <laughs> i'm the galactus <laughs> can we can that be a title can i be silver surfer yeah totally awesome be. dude I want to see if we can actually like go into the bylaws and change that. If you watch my YouTube channel, you will know that I'm a little bit obsessed with the Silver Surfer. It's true. It's yeah. true. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, and you have to go into every room I ever go into and and <laughs> procedure and herald my herald my arrival. <laughs> I can handle that. I think I'd be good at that. Oh man, this is gonna be great. Um, okay, so ten docs. All, all volunteering, and they're all in our local area for right now because we are kind of doing like a live beta test of, of trying to ramp this out and go go national. I'm super excited uh, about where this um, nonprofit is going. Our ultimate goal, I think Lowell would agree with me, is going to be global domination, essentially. Devour the world. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, once we have consumed the entire world with our charity. We'll move on to the next one. We great. shall move on to... Uh, Mars. If there's teeth there, we will find <laughs> Give them. Give us your teeth. <laughs> we will find the teeth that need help, and we will fix them. 
Uh, so we got 10 docks. We got two in Seattle. We got one in Portland. The rest are in right here in Vancouver, Washington. That is a lot of free dentistry right there. That is a lot. Each one doing probably a twenty to $50,000 case. Ballpark half mil. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of free dental work. And each one of them has an amazing story. Lowell went through uh, the majority of the nominations and hand-selected a good number, a batch of them, probably about 30 or 40. I tried to give it the justice that it was due to. That was actually really hard to do. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. That was a real, that process was not fun, nor should it be. I tried to take them as super serious as I could. Yeah. So we got, anyways, we got 10 people and they've been, um, most of them have been notified and most of them are going to get started the second week of December. We are getting going on all these cases. So please tune in to our content. Uh, Drilled, Drilled is going to be sharing this on all of our social media platforms, but also the Halo Dental Network social media platforms. So Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all those kind of things. We're going to start blowing that up here. We'll we'll be cross promoting that. We got some really cool, ideas of how we're going to share the content, but really we're going to share these people's stories, which is kind of, some of these stories are just, it is, um, it makes me so happy that we're doing this because you can, there's just, uh, for every one person we're helping, there's got to be a thousand people in that same uh, situation, right? Helpless, hopeless, uh, you know, slowly, uh, slowly receding from society like a hermit and uh, letting their teeth kind of claim their, it's not just confidence, it's like dignity. You know, it's like teeth claim Social life. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It never, I never got to that point, but like I have like, I have a heart, like it's so hard now. Like I see it and it really affects me now. Like it used to oh, not affect me. Oh, that's interesting. Like, like I see people's cause with great power comes great responsibility. Dude, that's it. You know, and that's it's why like, I want to tattoo that on my arm, dude. And it's like, you know, I like even like some of my friends that I like grew up with and stuff, like one of them in particular, his teeth are just man, they're going to crud. And like I really feel for him. You know what I mean? And this is like I really feel for him. And I see it. I see right. people at work. I see people out in the day, anywhere, people on TV. And I'm just like, man, that sucks, dude. Because, you know, I kind of, yeah. I know firsthand, you know, like, or secondhand at the very most, mm-hmm. what that's like. Sure. <laughs> you know, it sure. Sure. Well, well, listen, I got my hands on you at a pretty good time, I think. To, yeah, right before the, the tipping point, I, I would think say. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think we, give you, we could have given you three or four more years and we would have been in a very different situation with yeah, you. Yeah, I was right on the raggedy edge. Mm-hmm. So, uh that's just it. It's the it's the whole quote from Spider Man, man. It's the with great power. And this sounds so cheesy, but one of the things I realized about dentistry was that I felt kind of like a superhero. Like I felt like I had a a superpower, right? And my power was to change teeth, and that I still think that's a superpower, man. That's a that's something I can do. Very few people can do it in the world. Um, to be able to offer that to people for nothing is 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 super awesome. So what we're gonna do after this, you know. I think it's also kind of nice to kind of state the goals, right? So we want to go from, we want, we're thinking we want to go like city to city. We have some other cities in mind that we want to kind of travel and take this show on the road to other cities. I'm super stoked about that. Lowell's a road dog. Lowell loves the road. Lowell, his musician uh, <laughs> background in him is just like, let's hit the let's road, hit dude. Let's hit the road, dude. Let's get a van. Let's do this. Get a buggy. <laughs> hitch up the buggy and go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, we'll ride in style, dude. No, I feel <laughs> like that too. I feel like that too. Like I, I feel like that's weird. It's kind of like I have this particular skill set. I'm not gonna do the let. Oh, I have a particular set of skills. No, but um, a very unique skill set, and I'm I really love the fact that it's very self gratifying to be able to do that. That help, and it, it, the it, the whole point of it is to help others. Yeah, you know, like my skill set is allows me like with you know editing and all this web stuff and like computers and like you know being able to put all this stuff together. I really feel like that's like my power and I, that I can use that to help yeah. people. And it's it's pretty much the only thing that kind of kept me sane through all this COVID stuff for sure. It definitely gave you a little. Uh, it gave me something to do. It escape, gave me a purpose. Yeah. It gave you, you know? purpose. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. So when you had nothing to do, you could go figure out something to do because you're like, oh, oh, there's plenty to do. <laughs> there's, never, no, there's never nothing to do with, with Halo. We got we got tons of stuff. I got a whiteboard like that sits right in front of my my workstation. That's literally just the list of a thousand things to do. Right. So we should have some really cool stuff by Christmas. A couple things uh, for those who are super familiar with our work. Um, Allison is finishing up this week. I think it's okay to announce that. Yeah, she's uh, she'll she'll be here on Monday. So for those who don't know, Allison was the individual who came to us via the Dr. Drew program. Dr. Drew, who had just I just recently been on his podcast, so I was just fresh in his mind, and then somehow through the sea of emails that he receives, him and his wife receive and go through, Allison stuck out. And Given he, how good of a writer she is, it's not surprising. Yeah, and and uh, he emailed me and said, can we help this girl out? And I said, sure, absolutely. So we got to know her, and she's been uh, super awesome. She's kind of... she's put, no, it's, There's no kind about it. She is part of the I team. I mean, she's part of the team now. She's, she's, uh, she's muscled her way right in and started producing for us. Yeah, so. we, uh, we work together pretty much all week long. Like, I usually wake up to text from Allison. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so do I. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, she is fantastic, and uh, she is so awesome. Super excited to have her come in. She's coming into town on Monday, um, and we'll have her in here for about four days, and Evergreen will fix her up. So she's. I told her if she doesn't keep doing a good job for us that I promised that we wouldn't harvest her organs. She was originally worried. That's uh, a weird. No, she wasn't worried. Her, her sisters told her, they're probably going to harvest your organs. Can we talk for a second about... <laughs> It's actually a, a reoccurring theme with these cases that we do with our fly-in cases. I actually watched an interview when I was just compiling stuff for the case we did for Stevie. Yeah. For the Stevo thing that we did. And, uh -huh. like, uh, I watched some of the... I would just go through all this footage and then just watch and look for things that I want to use. But, like, uh, there was a part where he said that, like, some of his friends... Uh, thought that he was just, we're going to show up in a van and harvest his organs. And that's the third time I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you. Because here's the, th and this goes to show you, when you're talking about free dental work, it is so bizarre that people think something else is going to happen to you. Some it's not, shady's going it's on. It's for sure not free dental Andrew work. Andrew Rivers also said that when he first met him. Yeah. And, uh, but he's a comic and he's down for anything. He also followed some guy to his like, uh, bomb. He always talks about this guy, uh, an audience member of his that he, uh, invited him back to his like, bomb shelter is like weird hoarding apocalyptic doom prepping bomb shelter and he went so i would have gone i go I he own, lives life on the edge i own all the episodes no, but what i'm talking about what i'm talking about is that it's also happened there was a comedian who became a good friend of mine 
And one of the reasons we became friends is because I, I overheard her doing a set of um, a, a, a comedy set uh, about how a, a miserable experience she had in a dental office in Oregon. And I reached out to her and I said, I'm happy to help you out for free. Uh, she later told me we became friends. She was convinced it was uh, something sexual was going to happen, was going to be attempted. Like she was convinced it was not what it seemed to be. Uh, that's how that's how not normal it is for dentistry or dental services to be given away. I have some uh, model friends. Like so, we're changing that. I have two friends that are models, and that's actually a real thing. Men or women? Women. Okay. And they um, guys will invite them to do photo shoots and stuff, and usually like. Um, there's been problems. <laughs> like, oh, well, totally. These guys expect like sexual favors when right. they're done and stuff. Right. Yeah. And like, there's nothing for, I mean, listen, nothing could be further from my mind than, I mean, like, <laughs> but, but I do know, like, I do like, now that I know all this stuff, I'm like, you thought I wanted to like trick you with teeth to have sex with? Like, what is, no, <laughs> are you kidding me right now? I know Stevie is pretty hot, but I talked to other people and they're like, oh yeah. Like the, the non-dental person's like, Oh, for sure he's trying to bang you. For sure that's what he's doing. And it's not. But I, I get that. And I've had had people who have I've offered to have to have them come in and, and let me check their teeth out and and uh and do some stuff for them for free and they have not hit me up. I think it's I've always thought it's because of fear. But maybe it's maybe it's something completely different that I don't know. But also harvesting organs is a thing that people are worried about. So just to recap, <sighs> I just wanna like if you're still listening to this. Thank you for sticking around. We uh, we appreciate appreciate your perseverance. Um, I have one question, one closing question for you, Brady. It's more of like, okay, so when we first talked about this tattoo, why did you tell me that you wanted to get this tattoo? And it didn't wasn't had nothing to do with like some far off thing. There was a specific reason you told me that you wanted to get a tattoo. Oh, my wife thinks it's sexy. No. That was not it. That was not it. You said it would make you seem more accessible. <laughs> oh, that's true. No, I, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's the aesthetic, the cool. Like I, I thought it would make me look cooler, because it, it's, uh, I know, it's. I actually agreed with your original log line of logic. Because if you had a dentist and say you're just a regular Joe Blow like me, you're not some, you know, you're just a regular person, and you're in the dental chair, and the dentist walks up, and the dentist has a sleeve. You would think, I think that would be disarming. I think it would be a very disarming thing. For, at least it would be for me because, you know, I got tattoos. I'd be like, oh, this guy knows what's up, you know? Like, well, that's exactly right. And I feel like I do know what's up and I don't have anything to show for just it. Just like, <laughs> like, where's my scarlet letter to show that I'm down with the cause? Like, I'm down. of courage. <laughs> right. I need something to like, to, to let people know that I'm cool. Um, with that, because you know, otherwise I have to tell them with my words, and that never goes over well. Like, hey, I just want you to know, I am super cool. No, I'm trying to be less accessible in my life. <laughs> <laughs> just get some face tattoos. That you can cross a line for sure. Yeah, we've been down. I've been too close to that road already. Well, the the yeah, the thing is, is like, why do I care about being so cool? Like, I do want it to be something where, like, when we go on shows to promote what we're doing, um, when we go on shows. I don't stick out like a sore thumb anymore. Well, I want it to be like, like I'm not a normal, like, here's the thing. If you had a pastor of a church have a sleeve tattoo, that's kind of a weird, those thing, two things kind of just don't jive, right? And I like that it's kind of like, I want people to listen to this message that we have, and so I want to do something that gets their attention. Also, Face tattoo. It's <laughs> the word halo across my forehead. <laughs> Boom. Commitment. It's all about commitment. So, 
yeah, definitely that. And my wife thinks it's sexy. We get the oh, uh, my mother-in-law listens to this. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she's gonna care? I don't think so. It's like not a weird thing. You're not gonna face tattoo. No, she's loved David Beckham from like the second she laid eyes on him. Yeah, so, I think he'll be fine. Yeah. And uh, you know, the hardest thing is uh you know, actually I've talked to my kids and my kids don't think it's a good idea. My kids think it's stupid. My eleven year old and eight year old. Well, they're eleven and eight, so who cares what right. they think? <laughs> I'm like, actually I want you to th- I want you to think that. So maybe this will actually reinforce that. I don't speak to people less than or more than fi- or less than fifteen. So. You shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, oh, you should up that from fifteen. Fifteen there's nothing magical at fifteen. Uh, they that, start to get interesting at fifteen. Oh, that's rough, dude. That's a rough age, man. <laughs> I've told my I've told my uh kids from a young age that teenagers are the absolute worst. And that something's going to happen when you turn into a teenager and you're going to think I'm not that cool and you're going to be wrong. <laughs> and that's just it. And you just got to understand, you're also going to think you know a lot of things and you're not gonna. What's the funny one's name? Tucker? Yeah, yeah Tucker's going to Tuck- be trouble. <laughs> Maybe so. Tucker, Tucker's actually the sweetest of my yeah, four but- children. He is He is legitimately, and ju- you know, I'll tell you what, he reminds me. Uh, he reminds me of me in a lot of ways. When I was growing up, I had this situation where I, I collected baseball cards. My older brothers did. So I got a couple packs of, of, of baseball cards. And in one of the packs I got was a King Griffey Jr. rookie card. Yeah, okay? dude. Now Griffey this is Jr. King Griffey Jr. rookie card was like, the I forget what it was. It was a- I had a King Griffey Jr. I think rookie it was a card. Fleer. Fleer was the name of the, uh, like there was Don Russ and Tops and Fleer. And it was a Fleer, which was really rare it's a good stuff to get right the King there. Griffey Jr. rookie card. And I was, I would take them and I would like, um, have them in a little like box. And I would like, when I was out playing my friends in the, in the neighborhood, I'd take it with me. And one of the littler kids wanted it like in like a really sweet way. And I gave it to him because he wanted it. And I knew it was value. I came home. My brothers were like, where's your rookie card? I was like, I gave it to my brothers. Freaking just brutalized me verb. Like you idiot what you just gave it away listen brian <laughs> yeah so um uh but my, my i'm worried and i feel like you know me and my wife feel like we don't he's so kind that he's uh, we're worried that he's gonna get taken advantage of actually uh yeah but the thing is is like you know that's what we worry about we don't want to change that though i mean obviously we want to i've had a, like a very few interactions with him but he's got I, a he was kindness. charming he was charming but he also kind of silver-tongued I wouldn't worry about him too much. Oh, he's totally yeah, silver tongue. I wouldn't worry about people taking advantage of him. We would just—he's watched Napoleon Dynamite a few times, and uh, he's got the gift of gab. The other day, I said to him, like, "Hey, I wish you'd clean your room," because he'd been asked a few times, and he said this quote from Napoleon Dynamite, which was, "I wish you would leave. I wish I wish you would get out of my life and shut up." <laughs> That's the interaction with Uncle Rico. Yeah. And Uncle Rico says to Napoleon, I wish you wouldn't look at me like that, Napoleon. And he says, I wish you would leave and shut up. I wish you would get out of my life and shut up. <laughs> anyway, he said that exact quote to me, and I was like, okay, that's funny, but never again. That's your <laughs> that's your one time, dude. You got one. Yeah, that's your one. Yeah. Anyways, back to Halo. Halo's going great. We got Allison. And then second week of December, we have the Dave Rubin folks uh, coming, which is uh, a woman named Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeMonte, who has won, and her, she was nominated by her husband, Scott. And I'm really excited. They're both flying out here for this. So we're super excited to start that. And then, um, 
You know, we got nine other cases going. Not to mention there. I mean, there's just a ton of stuff we're not even talking about yet. Yeah. You know, like there's just, now here's the thing. And you want to talk about goals for a second. Sometimes it's good to like verbalize this stuff. What do we want? We want to do a hundred. You know, if we could do 10, the reason we're doing 10 is to see if we can do 20, right? And if we can do 20, let's see if we can do 50. And the only thing that, you know, there's a couple of things. It's uh, manpower in the logistics, right? It's uh, I got to have three lulls and a couple of the people. We got some volunteers that are helping out as well. So I will eat them and become a mega lull. <laughs> <laughs> like the Mighty Morphin Power Lulls. Uh, no, more like Voltron. Okay, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> or like uh, Captain Planet. Doesn't he, doesn't do, don't those five things all come together and come, become, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, anyways, so uh, we want to do, you know, more of this stuff. So then we get sponsorship that comes in. Also, big thanks to BioHorizons. BioHorizons Implant Company has officially started sponsoring Hooking us. us up. And they're giving product and they are really behind us and really support us in a lot of ways. And they love, hook us up so we can hook you up. Love their support, man. They're doing awesome stuff for us. And man, uh, that's the goal is just to keep on doing this every year. So every year, these dentists that come and do this work, we're not just convincing them to do a one-time thing. We're saying, we want you to commit to one case every single year. So like any subscription service works, you keep on getting more and more and more subscribers and more volunteers, and those carry over into the next year. So if one year you did 10, well, you already got 10 on deck to do. So now everything you're getting is just in addition to uh, and this kind of starts snowballing uh, to something that becomes really, really cool and impactful. Uh, and that's what we imagine Halo is going to be. So we should do a whole episode, actually, now that I think about it, on how to increase the likelihood of getting your nomination looked at yeah. for Halo. Yeah, there's a, we, what to avoid, specifically. Not what to include, but definitely some things to avoid. Yeah, I think a little bit of clarification. We've talked about, actually, um, me and Allison have definitely talked about this to some I mean, degree. For now, just follow the rules. Yeah, we just follow the rules. We people. have rules. Just follow them. They're simple. And they're easy, and they're right there in front of you. If you don't know, go to Halo halodentalnetwork.org. Our website's there, and it's uh, still a little starting off website, but it's definitely uh, got all the parts to submit nominations. So... Oh, got our secret word, Halo update. Super excited about these next couple of weeks coming up. We're starting to start delivering a lot of content on these cases and who they are, who the docs are, who the patients are, watching befores and afters, understanding their story, how they got that way, you know, how that made them feel once they got that way, you know, it's uh and then and then what life is like at the end of the tunnel, right? At the end of the rainbow. Uh when you when you go through the whole thing and now you're out on top on the other hey, side. Hey, man, you know what they say, dude. If you uh, don't know where you're going, any road can take you there. <laughs> I read Alice in Wonderland the That's other day. true. That's the Cheshire Cat, right? Yeah. <laughs> I believe the Cheshire Cat said, you, you can't really be lost if you don't care where you're going. Yep, essentially. Boom. All right. I think that's enough out of us. What do you think, Lowell? Yeah, but we definitely, I like your idea about the, uh, the increasing the likelihood of your nomination being seen. Let's episode. do that. Let's we'll, do we'll, that, we'll, yeah. put that. We'll put that on the dock. I don't know about next week, but it'll definitely be on the docket. We want to uh, highlight that. That's the, uh, that'll be a good one we can refer people to. We get so many questions. Yeah, but it'll also be like, uh, that maybe should be an episode that we do with Allison. Oh, yeah, she'll be here. Because we have, me and her, we're the ones that look through all of those. That's a great idea. All right, man. Let's uh, let's sign off here. Bye-bye. We are super grateful for all of our listeners. Keep listening. Keep telling people about us. Um, 
we are trying to take over the world, and we kind of need some help, guys. So <laughs> step up. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.